See, now we're burned out because we used all that conversation before we even I'm not started burned recording. out. I'm not burned out. I was just wondering if you were going to say anything. I'm like, but Micah's in the fucking pit, so I guess I have to keep the show running. <laughs> it's not that I'm in the pit. I'm just a little bit burned out. Yeah. Been working a lot lately. Been trying to stay on top of things and failing horribly. You know, the usual. It happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of tired today, but trying not to be. I unfortunately do not have a caffeinated beverage. I forgot that the tea that I made was decaf. Do you need to go grab, like, instant coffee real quick? No, I'm not going to do that to myself. <sighs> Shit city. Wrecks my guts. Mm, yeah. There's a portmanteau in there, but it's it's very crass. What's the portmanteau? Oh, of shit city? You don't recognize what... Yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't think of that as a very good portmanteau. It's just a, it's just another word. It's, it's, yeah. It's just another word. I feel like the... Yeah, well, I'm not going to explain portmanteaus to our audience. They're very intelligent. Also, I got the vape flavor that I like again. I went to a different store because the one that I did like has pretty limited selection. And... Um, that's a bummer because I like it there. It's the one that you took me to. It has such good vibes and it is far less intimidating than other smoke shops to me. But also, why is the cranberry punch one yellow? That's not fucking cranberry colored. Are you stupid? It's not It's not the smoke shop's fault, to be so clear. That part is not the smoke shop's fault. But also, why don't you have the pink one? Anyway. Anyway. So I've got... Oh, you're gesturing at me. No, sorry. I just want to tell you about... Um, uh, like an hour and a half of just like pure like ecstasy and joy and peace that I experienced last night. It's very simple. It's all about the simple things. Um, I was wizard high. I do not normally, it's not that I don't normally smoke. I just don't normally get that high from it anymore. But um, yeah, I was wizard high and I found a TikTok account run by a woman named Selena who put up cameras in her house because she sleepwalks like aggressively and she could trigger it by drinking like cheese or chocolate and so sometimes for videos like she'll eat it like right before bed and <laughs> holy shit i'm gonna send you the one that i sent faith last night it's listen not good podcast i just wanted you to know that i stayed up um for an hour and a half laughing so hard that i thought i was gonna wake shiloh up upstairs biting my pillow to keep from being too noisy and that uh i just wanted to let you know that i experienced like just pure pure whimsy and unbridled joy last night maybe you'll take some kind of um secondhand joy in that as well i don't know anyway i sent you the video it's by selena spooky boo you don't have to watch it right now if you don't want to i just wanted you to know that i'm happy that's good if I would be happier, I should play more Baldur's Gate, but I really haven't been playing as much lately. Oh my god, yeah, you haven't played Baldur's Gate. How is it, from what you have played of it so far? From what I have played so far, it's pretty dang good. It's good. just, I, I lack the energy even for video games. That's the worst feeling. It's like, I have, like, one comfort, like, activity, or, like, when you have, like, one safe food, and then even that's not good right now, or you can't do that activity right now. It's like, what are we, what are we even here for? What do we even do now, you know? Shiloh was getting yeah. a lot of genre burnout because they play a lot of um, open world games where you're a big strong guy who who kills everyone. GTA, Saints Row, God of War, Red Dead to a certain extent, but Red Dead does punish you for it. So that's the one game in which they will behave rigidly, which I do not see from them regularly. Normally they're like getting the rocket launcher and exploding every building that the game makes explodable. But they're like, man, even that's not fun. I don't even want to. <laughs> I don't even want to shoot pixel guys in the head. The depression's getting really bad if I don't even want to kill little pixel guys. And I was like, well, maybe it's, like, also, like, it could be genre burnout because there are 
five games in the Saints Row series, like seven Yakuza games, two God of War games, and they've played all of them multiple times. <laughs> that being said, do you have any big, strong guy shoots the little pixel men open world games? I mean, there's the classics like Skyrim. Oh, I forgot. They do also like Skyrim. They haven't played... I was going to say they haven't finished it. It's fucking Skyrim. That's a big-ass game to finish. Um, But they have dabbled a fair bit in Skyrim, and they have enjoyed that a lot. But they don't have guns, and that seems to really be getting them. (laughs) There's also Doom. But that's like a first-person. I feel like they could... Does Shiloh play a lot of first-person or third-person? Generally... Generally third-person. Like, GTA, Saints Row, Red Dead, and Yakuza. Like, those are all third person i believe some of them may have like optional first person view but they don't normally go for that red dead is actually first person i think i think i don't remember um but yeah so maybe i'm gonna text them that if i just text them the word doom that's gonna look very frightening okay micah said you should play doom other people have been recommending like breath of the wild and zeldas have you played zeldas i don't think so i played one was it one of the old ones? Ocarina, Ocarina of, time? of Time. How did I guess that? That was crazy. Um, that's like, everyone likes that one, though. Um, I have not known a lot about Zelda's in my day, but I learned the plot of Majora's Mask recently. What the fuck? Just so everybody knows, Link is stuck in a time loop, and a moon with a really scary face is steadily sinking towards a city, and the city fucking explodes. At the end of every day, the moon crashes into the city, and everybody dies, and then the time loop resets. What the hell? <laughs> That's Nintendo. What? Why did they took it? They took a chance, and it ended up being a classic video game. Yeah, they did. I, I honestly, I feel like um, they've maybe forgotten their roots with how not like aggressive or scary. Because like, I feel like nobody would say Majora's Mask is supposed to be like a scary game. But for a kid, that probably did nightmares for a lot of people. It would have for me, knowing myself as a child, it would have given me a horrid existential crisis and nightmares. Yes, but we were anxious children. We were also anxious children. Maybe not all children felt that way about Majora's Mask. Comment below if you did. But yeah, uh, Nintendo just has the whole, like, family-friendly thing going on now. And it's like, let people chill, let people do some shooting. When I play older Nintendo games, sometimes I'm like, this was so violent. Why did they stop letting you take people's spines out? Are you talking about Mortal Kombat? Yeah, among others, I think. Yeah, that's not quite Nintendo. That's a third-party... Oh, fuck, what is that fighting game I'm thinking of then? Same vein as Mortal Kombat. There's so many fighting games, TV. Well, some of them are violent, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, older, older Nintendo titles, I feel like were messy. Not really. They had green blood in Mortal Kombat on SNES. Because they didn't want oh, to have yeah. red blood. God, that's funny. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, I guess Nintendo has always been trying to shave the edges off, perhaps, in pursuit of mass market appeal. Who is actually much. more profitable? PlayStation or Nintendo? The whole console wars thing, and everybody acts like it's a really close neck-and-neck thing. But I wasn't really there for the console wars overall. Do you know? Did you ever have a favorite console? We don't. Re- you were you were there in like the I don't know golden age of video games, whatever that was. I had an Xbox. Really? But the- I played most of my video games on computer. Yeah, you really are more of a PC person, which is funny because you do have that PS4, and you're like, well, whatever. <laughs> don't even fucking play on it that much. Yeah, I, there there were some games that were only on PS4 that I really wanted to play, like Bloodborne. You played Bloodborne? So I played Bloodborne. It was fun. It seems like your type of game. It's very goth, and it's very, um, it's just eldritch horror. It's just gothic eldritch horror. Like, that really ticks a few boxes for you, I think. Yeah. 
Also, this is touching on something that I want to cover later in the quiz section, which I insist on doing. Would you consider yourself a monster fucker? It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, uh, one of whom asked the other one if they're a monster fucker. Yeah. And the other one isn't going to answer that. You're so full of shit. Okay. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and I feel like you're lying out your ass right now. How am I lying out my ass right now? Did what you did play like? About? Did you play like a sexy bat girl in Second Life for like a very long time? I mean, yeah, because furry, Do different you than think, monster fucker. Ah, we're encountering etymological differences. I feel that it is either a spectrum or an overlapping Venn diagram. So you would consider yourself a furry. You'd not consider yourself a monster fucker. Would you consider a minotaur to be a furry thing or a monster fucker thing? And can you acknowledge that it has its feet in both? I would consider it more of a monster fucker thing. I can acknowledge it has its feet in both, yes. Okay. You do realize this is not a Patreon episode. Yeah. I need you to know that I checked before coming on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I distinctly need you to know that I checked with the intention of bringing up this conversation. Sorry. Oops. Whatever. What, you think we're going to drive people off this far in? For that? Out of everything. For that? Out of everything? Sure. Uh, Yeah, actually, yeah, that could. People have weird prejudices. Listen, if you claim to be a leftist and you're rejecting weird kinks, grow the fuck up and analyze your politics. That's all I'm going to say. I'm resisting the urge to say more. I can tell. You looked like you had more on the tip of your tongue that you were just, uh trying to hold in and be all zen this isn't the stevie b monologue hour i'm trying to do my best no i appreciate that so uh we've got segments i love segments we've got the main segment though that we do on these episodes which uh we should just go ahead and just just launch right into yeah okay so here comes the news so our first headline Uh uh-huh Canadian firefighters wage epic battle to save communities after mass evacuations. What? So you remember those Canadian wildfires that were happening like a couple of months ago and a month yeah. ago? And we're putting all that soot into the atmosphere. And yeah. we were even seeing a lot of the smog down here in the yeah. USA. Yeah. They're still going on. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're, they're still... They're still happening. Jesus Christ. Firefighters battling wildfires in western Canada received help from reinforcements in milder weather Saturday after the nation's worst fire season on record destroyed structures, fouled the air with thick smoke, and prompted evacuation orders for tens of thousands of residents. That's very bad. Flames were being held at bay 15 kilometers, 9 miles, from Yellowknife, the capital of the Northwest Territories. Oh, shit. And weary firefighters had a reprieve around Kilowana in British Columbia. But the firefighters were nowhere close to declaring victory, especially with drier and windier weather forecast for the coming days. God damn. The fires are still going. It's still not safe to return. They've been going for months at this point. And they might get worse this week. And they might get worse this week. That's really bad. Yeah, so just a gentle reminder that the world is literally on fire due to climate change. Isn't there also, like, raging fires in Hawaii right now? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. Did you also bring a, a story about that? Because I feel that that one is also important. 
Uh, no, I actually had another weather-related story, though. Oh, God. Uh, Hurricane Hillary what? moves very near to Mexico, Mexico's Baja coast, packing deadly rainfall. What? So there's a hurricane that's going to hit the West Coast. You know those conspiracy theorists who think the government controls the weather? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm familiar with Project Bluebeam. If they... Wow, I did not know I had a name. If they could... could okay, government, if you listen to our podcast... Put in a ticket in the suggestion box. Move the hurricane over to the fucking wildfires. Or do you not care because it's Canadians? Do you care if it's Hawaiians? Because you could do to move around some fucking hurricanes right now. Just a note. Bluebeam. I'm sure that the FBI agent assigned to our podcast is... Uh, They'll pass it up the taking, chain. Pass it up the chain. Take, take that one down. Like, oh, that's actually a pretty good suggestion. We should... Uh, they hadn't considered it. We should aim the weather-controlling laser... Yeah, the beam. Over toward the hurricane. The, um, the, the claw machine. Yeah, just gotta pick it up and move it to where you need it to go. Who runs the FBI? Currently? Is there a someone, like, is there someone in charge, obviously? Who's, like, the director of the FBI? Who is the director of the FBI? Christopher A. Ray. Christopher A. Ray. Okay, I don't know why I thought the name would sound more familiar. I like being able to name drop specific government officials. I feel that it makes it compelling, but I don't think anybody's going to know who Christopher Ray is. I almost said Dr. Fauci, and I was like, this is not even his fault. <laughs> this is this is not, not even related to this it. This has nothing to do with Dr. Anthony Fauci. But yeah, the Hurricane Hillary mm-hmm. is near landfall on Mexico's Baja California Peninsula are still dangerous Category 1 hurricane carrying so much rain that forecasters said catastrophic and life-threatening flooding is likely across the broad region of southwestern United States. This could stop. The National Weather Center in Miami said that of the 5 a.m., that as of 5 a.m., the storm was very near the Baja coast off Ensenada and 285 miles from San Diego, California. Oh, dear. The maximum sustained wind speed dropped to 80 kilometers per hour, or 80 miles per hour, rather, while spreading heavy rains northward over the peninsula. Meteorologists warned that despite weakening, the storm remained treacherous. God, uh, I'm kind of surprised. Okay, not to jinx it. I'm kind of surprised Florida hasn't gotten hurricanes yet. Although, I guess we're approaching it technically. We're in hurricane season right now. Okay, why does hurricane season extend into, like, October here? I feel like that should be a summer thing. I feel like we get more rain in the summer. It starts on, like, June 1st and goes to the end of October. That's half the year. That's not a season. Yeah, that's a season. That's hurricane season. I'm used to thinking of seasons as being around four months. That's half the year. That's a lot. It's really only four months. From June to June October? To October? July, August, September, October. Oh my fucking god. That's four months. Fun fact about Stevie, I hate the months at the beginning of the year. Most of spring can just go. I don't like March. I hate April. I hate May. I don't like them. Aside really? from your birthday, which can be moved. So, just to get that, that point out of the way. Because I actually, I kind of like that time of year. Why? What's wrong with you? It's a nice time of year weather-wise, usually. It's very humid didn't used to be As it wow. used to be chilly all the way up until like late april oh the fuck it didn't okay it definitely did obviously um i this has not been my experience but uh i was i was born a little bit after you and that's how time works also how climate change works 
also how climate change works, uh, you know, in terms of its progression over like time. Like, it's noticeable within our lifetimes how much of a change it is. Oh, no. I, I meant for climate change to be the assumption there. And just with how time works, I was I was born after climate change was still... I mean, obviously, it was just a little further along. Still chugging right along. You know, God, I don't know if this is going to be a foreign experience to any listeners. October is supposed to be chilly. Yeah. And it's fucking not here. It's not here anymore. And it hasn't been nope. consistently chilly in years. Sometimes we'll get some chilly days in October. It used to be that, like, the majority of it was, even when it was starting to go away. September, I'm we used certain, to get t- is supposed to be a little cooler. We used to get temperatures down in the 40s in, in October. In like, October? cold. That's as bad as winter gets now. In, like, the dead of December and January. Winter used to get down to the teens on the regular. What? That sucks. We can do away with that. But, hey. Well, I kind of... I kind of miss that because then every now and then you'd have the chance of snow. I have seen snow in Florida like twice in my lifetime, I think. I've seen it about four or five times. That's crazy. That's wild. It literally snowed like on Christmas one year. I think it was when I was like 11 or 13, one or the other. I remember it wasn't when I was 12 because I was very depressed that Christmas because it was seventh grade and seventh grade sucked for everyone. Um, but I think it was I think it was when I was 11. Yeah, and it was just very exciting. It was very awesome. And it was just itty-bitty, itty-bitty little snowflakes falling from the sky. Did not make piles, could not make a snowman, but I thought it was awesome, because it was. A couple times when I was a kid, it snowed enough that we could make piles and make a snowman. What? How big? Like a little snowman, like about, you know, a foot tall. That is so much taller than the little snowman mom was able to make the other time it snowed, which I think I was in high school-ish or something. Um, And it was just an itty-bitty little guy. It was like five inches tall, maybe, and his little baby snowman. And that was exciting. That was a fuck ton of snow. That's crazy. Yeah, so this all ties into our our main headlines, which is uh, weather stuff. Climate change bad is happening. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the uh, Earth rebelling against the designs of humanity. Mm, Yeah. Airborne fish sparks New Jersey power outage, electric company says. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll repeat that for you if I need to. Yeah. Airborne fish sparks New Jersey power outage, electric company says. So the fish are flying right into the power lines now. An incident involving a bird gave new meaning to the term fish fry (laughs) after an electric company suspected an osprey of dropping its meal onto the power lines. That's really funny. Triggering an outage in a New Jersey neighborhood. That's really funny. So the fish aren't doing the flying. No, the fish, the fish aren't doing the flying, but the headline makes it sound like... That's delightful. That's a good headline. <laughs> it does grab your attention. Yeah. A fish that fell from a bird's grip landed on a transponder in Sayreville, located just southwest of New York's Staten Island, according to Jersey Central Power and Light Company spokesperson Chris Honig. Animal contact is a common cause of power outages. However, fish are not on the list of frequent offenders, Honig told CNN in an email. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd throw in a little bit of uh, lighter news. The Osprey was like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty tired of this shit. Light pollution, out of hand. All lights, gone. <laughs> I found the Osprey is like an eco-terrorist working with other eco-terrorist birds. They've he all meant- got little balaclavas they pull over and their beaks poke through. <laughs> just a beak sticking out humanity exists by the grace of the birds that could rebel against us duh haven't you ever seen that uh, 1960s alfred hitchcock classic the, the birds? birds yeah 
That movie sucks dick, by the way. Not because it's a bad movie, but just because Alfred Hitchcock sucked ass. Did I tell you the one time I got in an argument with my, like, Hitchcock film teacher about Hitchcock's, like, abuse of his actresses? No. I was, because a lot of it, a lot of the study we were doing was through, like, a feminist lens and, like, discussion of the male gaze in film and that kind of thing, which I found very, very fascinating. And so I thought that this purportedly feminist teacher would also have heard the numerous claims of Hitchcock being abusive in his filmmaking. And part of that is just because of the worship of the auteur, but nobody asked me. And I sent her like the like articles and stuff about it. And I was like, I just want to know your thoughts. Like basically I was just curious, like I emailed it to her. I was just curious if she would even acknowledge it. And I thought I would at least get something in terms of acknowledging it. But not only did she say that those were like unsubstantiated claims, but from the the particular actress who I think was the main lead in The Birds, um, she was the one who had reported on this, uh, and then she was blacklisted from the industry for like brushing off Hitchcock's advances. She was literally did not fucking work again after that because of him. Um, rather than even acknowledging that, she sent me an article about how that actress went on to make a movie about big cats that was dangerous because they had wild animals in it. Oh yeah, that movie's famous. That movie's fucking famous. Wild production, and it's like. Yeah, that's bad too. Did you know that two things can be true at the same time and that in no way discounts what happened previously? What the fuck are you talking about? What are you, what are you fucking talking about? She couldn't have been harassed by this director because she endangered people in a later film with tigers. What? Because she couldn't get work anywhere else doing film. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she had a job she wanted to try to fuck with the tigers. Also, you shouldn't do that anyway. But what? Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah, that should piss me off. And I did respect that professor substantially less after that. I was like, well, this is embarrassing for you. Anyway. Speaking of embarrassing for someone. Yeah, tell me. We're going to move on to our next segment. Which is? Which is, uh, oh shit, what did I name this segment? Oh, god damn it. I'm currently pulling up the files on my computer for the drops. What, what, what is the topic? Oh yeah, Twitter watch. Oh, Twitter. How the fuck did you forget Twitter watch? I just couldn't remember the watch part of it. I knew it was Twitter something. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, this is Twitter watch. I know Um, what this is going to be about. I know what this is going to be about. (laughs) uh, This is from uh, theguardian.com. Blocking feature to be removed from former Twitter platform X, says Musk. That's so dangerous and also definitely because he found out he was one of the most blocked accounts on the platform loss of protective feature may bring it into conflict with safety guidelines on app store and google play yeah basically not having it means that those app stores may no longer carry the app yeah which and if he does that shouldn't. it's it's the it's, it's the death it's of done his app. it's done yeah. like this is not something you can do period also Wow, you can tell they fired their full trust and safety team. That is dangerous for everybody, but especially victims of abuse or online harassment. Like, there's a reason you should be able to restrict who has access to you on the internet. And that's... it. Okay, okay, it does not surprise me that Elon has no concept of that, and he just views it as people being able to put tape over his mouth, basically, and he doesn't like that. Why doesn't he just make his own fucking account... The only one who can't be blocked. Like, fucking grow up. Ugh. Also, also somebody he wants else, people to be harassed. I saw somebody else point out that uh, this could also be because they haven't figured out how to keep people from blocking ads. 
Oh, that's also true. Good point. Because you know what I, I've always done on that app? I do that so I can just see what people are promoting on Twitter, and it's always, like, weird personal projects or, like, random-ass tweets, and I love seeing that. If I have to see an ad on Twitter, I want it to be somebody's weird-ass personal ad. I just go through and block all the ads and companies I, I saw on Twitter. Yeah, as you should, I mean. Like, somebody would be all like, oh, GE said this today. I'm like, I wouldn't know, because GE's there. blocked. Yeah, fuck those guys. Who cares? Yeah. That does make sense. That does have, like, a direct monetary correlation. Why don't they just present the ads differently on the app? Just do it as a banner, like everybody else does? Just Because there's it. nobody smart left to work for the company. He's fired everybody. God, that's such a good point. That's a really good point. I don't, I don't know anything about ad development or, like, sorry, web development or app development. So maybe it is much harder, but I feel like putting a little billboard on the sidebar shouldn't be that hard. This app is so yeah. lame. You know what else fell apart for uh, Twitter this week? What? I refuse to call it X, by the way. It's oh, Twitter. no. Fucking, who cares? Fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> stupid. You know how they were going to be paying people for their tweets? Of course that didn't work. Uh, that's already started to fall apart whenever they're paying people substantially less than they claimed they were. Yeah. Going to be paying people. Predictable. Absolutely predictable. Stupid. And already they were, it wasn't free to sign up. It was invite only. Yeah, that's been uh, this week's Twitter watch rules it's just it's just the slow demise it could go a bit faster in my opinion it could go a bit fa- we're kind of dragging we're kind of dragging a little i feel like we should place bets on what's gonna happen like do you think somebody's gonna buy it off him for really cheap or he'll i feel like he'd hang on to it until he kills it i don't think he would sell for anything at this point just because of his ego because of how much money he's already sunk into it. he's got the sunken cost fallacy yeah and it's like he also has debtors that he's got he's borrowed true. money to buy twitter you're so right i forgot about that god that's funny i don't think he should st- i don't sorry i don't think billionaires who borrow much more than their net worth should still be considered billionaires if i'm not considered to have all the money that's on like my debts like if, I, if that's not considered to be my net worth what are we doing do you know what i mean like you don't have that money why does the standard <laughs> silly as i say why is the standard change whenever you have more money oh come on Come on, we know that because I'm worthless as a poor. Duh, silly me, stupid. Almost forgot what kind of system we live under. It always it always gets back to some anti-capitalist stuff on the show, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's pretty hard to complain about current events without really getting back to the root of it all. Well, if you want to stop complaining about current events, Mm. we can move on to our next segment. Okay, where we're going to talk about something that's definitely not current. Okay, I'm thinking of a few different segments that this could be. This is going to be Dinosaur Corner. Oh, I forgot about Dinosaur Corner. Dinosaur Corner. Rawr. Dinosaur Corner. Rawr. Uh, We're going to talk about the uh, Spinosaurus. This is a classic. Let me look it up real quick to see if I'm thinking of the right one, but I think I am. I'm pretty sure it does what it says on the tin. The Spinosaurus is a genus of theropod dinosaurs belonging to the family Spinosauridae, That's not known a spine. from incomplete North African fossils that dated to the Sonomian times roughly 194 million years ago. The bones inside look like spines. God, their faces are fucking scary. That Spinosaurus, rocks. or spined reptile was named for its sailback feature created by tall vertical spines. Fucked up. It was named by a German paleontologist, Ernst Stromer, in 1915 on the basis of the discovery of a partial skeleton from 
Baharaya Oasis in western Egypt by his, assist- by his assistant, Richard Margraff. That rolls. This rolls. These fossils were destroyed in April of 1944. What? When British aircraft inadvertently bombed the museum in Munich in which they were housed. This is not controversial. I think war is bad. I think yeah, it, I think war war is pretty bad too. But also World War Two, that the Germans were the bad guys. No, they were the bad guys. They said they bombed the museum on accident. So okay, it's better than what they did to Dresden. What they did to Dresden? They dropped incendiary bombs on it to start a firestorm. What? And wiped out a huge civilian population. What? Wait, who did that? The Allies. Ah, that is so bad. Wow. I feel. I feel like. I feel like they could be more responsible with that kind of firepower. War's bad. Before I get any before I get anybody mad, killing Nazis, good. Killing civilians, bad. Two things can be true at the same time. Okay, I just had to cover my ass. So for several decades, Spinosaurus was only known from Stromer's monographic descriptions. However, additional fragmentary remains were discovered al- during the 1990s and 2000s in Algeria, Morocco, and Tunisia. Hmm. Related taxa in the family Spinosauridae include Baronyx from England, Irritator from do you, Brazil. Do you practice these pronunciations beforehand? I look over them. Okay. Irritator? Irritator <laughs> from Brazil. That, that's awesome. <laughs> and Suchumimus from Niger. Let me look up the Irritator real quick. Just put Irritator from Brazil. I'm not sure what you're going to get there. Irritator dinosaur. Yeah, that looks like the Spinosaurus, but without the spine or with a little spine. Now, why do you get that name? That feels mean. That feels a little bit mean-spirited. Aw, he's cute. I gotta send you this picture. He looks shy. The the picture of the dinosaur that's housed on AminoApps.com rules. He's doing oh, he does the, look shy. He's doing the little shy hands, and he's looking down. I like this guy. Very fearsome. They have, like, crocodile faces. They do. The Spinosaurus... tongues. Sorry. Long tongues. Which was longer and heavier than the Tyrannosaurus. What? Bigger than the T-Rex. What? Is the largest known carnivorous dinosaur. Why the fuck does the T-Rex get that reputation? Because the T-Rex had that reputation for longer because they didn't discover more fragments to figure out its size until the 1990s. Oh, so at the time they found it, it was the biggest? So at the time, T-Rex had been the biggest for a while, and then they discovered more fragments of the Spinosaurus and realized, no, this is bigger. But they already named the, the T-Rex the biggest, scariest guy in the world with the name... What is it? Fearsome lizard? Big scary lizard? Tyrannosaurus Rex? Tyrant lizard? Tyrant lizard? That That's so good. That's so good. That's the most awesome name you could have given it. But you did kind of max out a little bit too soon. You did blow, your, blow the load a little bit too soon. <laughs> it possessed a skull of uh, roughly six feet long. What? And what? a body length of 46 to 59 feet. What? It had an estimated mass... Of 13 to 22 tons. That's like eight times as long as my friend John. Also, it weighed as much as three elephants. Three? I don't think there's any animal alive that could kill a Spinosaurus. Uh, Spinosaurus possessed a long, narrow skull resembling that of a crocodile and nostrils near the eyes instead of down by the end of its snout. Mmm. So its nostrils were up here instead of down at the tippy toe. That's, that's very silly. There, are, there have got to be whales bigger than this, right? Sorry, I'm trying to think if there's, like, any animal alive that could kill a Spinosaurus. Yeah, there's, whale, there's whales bigger than this. There's whales that are bigger than this, but could they? are they big enough to, like, swallow it in one go? 
I don't know who would win in a fight between a whale and a Spinosaurus, Stevie. Hold on. Biggest whale ever. Um, blue whale. Confirmed length of 29.9 meters, weighing up to 199 tons. Is that bigger? That sounds bigger. It's it's about twice the size. Well, actually, no, 199 tons? Yeah. Five times the size. What? Blue whale's gonna win that fucking fight. For Blue sure. Blue whales are pretty peaceful. I'm saying if. Like, if they did fight, they, they could. Apparently, a huge ancient whale was found in the Peruvian desert two weeks ago, according to the Colombian... That's great. Scientists discovered partial skeleton of ancient whale and believe it may be the largest ever. That's awesome. That's, That's fun. awesome. God, whales are so fucking scary. So the Spinosaurus. Right. The conqueror. Sorry. The conqueree. The whales doing the conquering, etc. Gotcha. Uh, its teeth were straight and conical instead of curved and blade-like. Hmm. For what purpose? Scientists think that they may not have, like, torn, but, like, shaken their prey side to side. Oh. To uh, rip that, into them. That would be good for clamping on and shaking around. Uh, all these features are adaptations for piscivory, that is the consumption of fish. They say fish? Because they lived in the water. They're from the water? Yes. So they could have had opportunities to meet whales. Whales tend to stay out of the deeper water than I think the Spinosaurus was going into. Whales are staying out of the deeper water? That doesn't or sound right. Or staying out in the deeper water. Oh, uh, I thought you said out of, and I was like, no way in hell. Okay, yeah, that tracks. I'm assuming this Spinosaurus didn't swim a lot. It was just like in the shallow end. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. In addition, the bones of its skeleton were more compact and denser than that of similar land-dwelling theropods, which allowed it greater control over its buoyancy underwater. This characteristic has led some researchers to argue that Spinosaurus was primarily an aquatic predator rather than a terrestrial one. Because of the bone density? Doesn't that sound like it would be worse? How do you control your buoyancy? I, I don't know, but they figured it out. They're scientists. Denser sounds like it ought to be on land. I feel like it'd be harder to float. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take their word for it. Well, listen, at one time they also thought that the dinosaur with the big long neck had to be underwater because there's no fucking way it could have held up the neck otherwise. Maybe we just don't know enough yet. Okay, maybe we don't know enough yet, but I'm just going to trust what they say on this one. Nah. Because, again, they, they actually, like, study these things, and I am, if anything, more of a hobbyist. Yeah, I'm just some guy, to be so fair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I'm going to trust them on this one. I'm not going to be another guy in my bedroom going, maybe the scientists are wrong. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, you're right. Other spinosaurids have been found with partially digested fish scales. Oh, that's so And cool. the bones of other dinosaurs and their stomach regions. And spinosaurid teeth have been found embedded in pterosaur bones. <gasps> I love when they find that shit. I think there was another dinosaur like a while back where they saw like its teeth like on the on the leg of a bird or something or like of a duck where it had tried to snatch one. But the fucking bird survived, lived to tell the tale. That's wild. That's wild. That's like a town legend that nobody believes 100 years down the line. Uh, the sail over the animal's back was probably used for social displays or species recognition <sighs> rather than for temperature regulation. They always say that. If they don't know some what a authorities, thing is, they say it's a... <sighs> some authorities, though, maintain that the sail was actually a hump used mm. to store water and lipids. Now that is interesting. So not like a thin thing. It's like holding up the entire structure, like the entire hump. Yeah. 
that is fascinating. I, f- I always, 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 like, I, I took a few different biology classes, obviously. Um, and they always say that a characteristic they don't understand is a secondary sex characteristic. It's like the the equivalent of, like, looking at any item from an ancient culture that you don't understand and saying it's for, like, rituals. You're making shit up. You're just assigning this to things. Again, not to say that scientists don't know what they're talking about, but I just think it's a cop-out answer, and I hope it was a hump. I think that'd be cooler. Double well, cooler also. Dinosaurs didn't have feathers, but, you know. You what? I'm just a... I said, well, I think it'd be cooler if dinosaurs didn't have feathers, but they do. Oh, Yeah. That's actually kind of what I was going to bring up next is that, like, I feel like whenever whenever art is done, like, of these creatures, it's always, like, the skin is, like, tight to the bones, basically, and, like, not a lot of filling in is done. If somebody found a human skeleton in 10 million years or whatever, and they fucking drew us like that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Terrifying creature. Very scary. Hate. 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 So, yeah, there's probably more flesh and stuff in there that we don't know about because it's gone. Yeah, but, you know, I'm just saying that I, I think they'd be cooler without feathers. Oh, no, I agree. I'm not saying that – I'm not saying you're wrong. It would be cooler but if they just looked like big lizards instead of big birds. We know now that many of them had feathers. Yeah. So maybe, you know, we can't exactly pick and choose what parts the dinosaurs have and don't have because eventually we're going to figure it out. Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought the point was going to be – so we've seen before – that time makes a mockery of human assumptions. So I think they had a hump. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that then. <laughs> they had a hump. That's the official uh, gender swap podcast stance on the Spinosaurus. Humposaurus. <laughs> had a hump. So yeah, we're going to get out of this segment. Yeah, I guess there's not much more to talk about with them. We know what they no, eat. We, we know what they do. We pretty much covered them. And they're swimmers. And that was all the information that Britannica.com had on them. Britannica knows best. We're going to move on uh-huh. to our next segment. Uh-huh. And I figured we'd do one that we haven't done in a long time. You always say that. Which one is it? This is Take You to Heck. Have we not done that in a while? No, I guess we haven't take you to do and Take You to Church for a little bit. Yeah, we haven't done a Take You to Heck in months. This is fun. Our first demon, yeah, is Rahab. Rahab, Rahab. Let me do a Google search. Uh, Judaic demon. Place your originally bets de- on if originally the describing the primordial abyss, oh. a water dragon of darkness and chaos, and so comparable to Leviathan and Tiamat. What? Rahab later became a specific demon, inhabitant of the sea, and especially associated with the Red Sea. Oh, I tried to Google what it looked like. And Ecosia gave me a 403 error. The request could not be satisfied. Bad request. Can't connect to the server. There's too much traffic. Is Ecosia under a fucking DDoS attack? What is happening? What? What? Okay. Um, I guess I'll Google it. Do you think this demon is going to be fuckable? It is a dragon. It's like an under... It's a mythical sea monster. So it could be like an octopus. Well, people are drawing sexy dragons on the internet. People always draw sexy dragons on the internet. That's why it's so great. If there's one... If there's one thing you can count on there being a, cons- a constant of on the internet, it's yeah. people drawing sexy dragons. I think that's neat. Revolutionary invention. Uh, the word is used in the Hebrew Bible to indicate pride or arrogance, a mythical sea monster, or as an emblematic or poetic name for Egypt. Cool. And for the sea. 
Yeah. So there's actually not a lot of information on Rahab that I can find. Hmm. Was Rahab also a person in the Bible? Because that name sounds really familiar. Not that I know of. It, 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 oh. it, would, it would say if. Oh, I was right. You were right. The most famous Rahab in the Bible is a sex worker. She was the um, she was in Jericho and she hid two Hebrew spies in Joshua too. And in church, they made a really big deal out of it because even though she did sex, she was still able to be used by the Lord. And isn't that awesome that God can use the worst people? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Not a great sermon. No, not a good sermon at all. The worst of sinners. Why do they make such a big deal out of fucking sexual sins? They always made the biggest deal out of that one. Like, chill. I would argue that murder is badder than fucking. Because it goes against the patriarchy. Oh. The patriarchy must maintain a control over women's bodily autonomy in order to exist. <sighs> yeah, that's that's true. I guess I forgot fucking tenant one. Oh, well. Yeah, the next demon on our list. Yeah. Is Rom, who is a, Christ, a Christian demon. Mm-hmm. An Earl of Hell ruling 30 legions of demons. Legions again. When I looked up Demon Rom, I got images of a car. I think I'm spelling it wrong. R-A-U-M. R-A-U-M, yep. Oh, they thought He's, I was looking for like a Dodge Ram. They definitely thought I was looking for a Dodge Ram. Oh, this is a bird guy. He steals the treasure from king's houses, destroys cities, and the dignities of men. He can also tell of things past, present, and future, reconcile friends and foes, and invoke love. He is depicted as a crow, which adopts human form at the request of the conjurer. Now this... Now this guy fucks. Like, he's taking down the monarchy... He's taking out the vanities of men, and he also makes people be friends again. Conjures love. What a fucking hippy-dippy kind of way to put that rules. That's great. He's a crow. The Stealing things from kings and that being kind of like a, a magpie crow behavior is very fun. I like that. Going after their glittery stuff? No, literally. They don't really care all that much about the monarchy, but they just happen to have the most glittery shit. You know. And actually, a quote from the Pseudomarchium Daemonomen. Yeah. Which uh, basically says everything I just said, except says it more prosaically. Oh. Well, we got the idea. Rom is a great eerie. He is seen as a crow. There's a lot of unnecessary ease on the end of these words. Yeah. But when he putteth on human shape at oh. the commandment of the exorcist, oh. he stealeth wonderfully out of the king's house and, so carrieth, and carrieth it whether he is assigned. He destroyeth cities and hath great despite unto dignities. Yeah. He knoweth things present, past, and to come, and reconcileth friends and foes. And he was of the order of thrones, and governeth thirty legions. So what I just said, all of that. All of that. With a lot of extra THs and a lot of extra E's on the end of the words. Yeah, you just made that a little bit easier to read. I, I enjoy that. I like this guy. And he's got legions. And he's got legions. Yeah, Rom is pretty cool. Awesome. So we're going to move on from Rom. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Renove. Okay, how do you spell that? R-O-N-O-V-E. That's a little, little kind of gremlin guy. Renove is a Marquean Earl of Hell commanding 20 legions of demons. Ugh, just he Earl. teaches rhetoric, languages, and provides loyal servants and the favor of friends and foes. Another peacekeeper. Also described as the taker of old souls, both humans and animals near death. He's depicted as a monster holding a staff. He has not done anything wrong yet. He is literally just, like, a professor who helps, like, 
Grammy and Grampy pass on. That's not bad. Yeah, he's, he doesn't sound like a necessarily a bad guy. Although this picture of him that I'm seeing, he's picking his nose with his thumb, it looks like. That's not a sin. It's not a sin, but it's interesting that they decide to show him in that, that light. Good people do yucky things all day long. I think they're just prejudiced because he's a demon. Yeah, like I said, they're just trying to cast him in a bad light. Like, what even classifies someone as a demon at this point? He was just born that way. You know? I don't know how it works. Maybe it was like the original ones were cast down out of heaven, and then it was just, you know, I guess they're just making demons after that, you know? All the demons that exist at once were all cast out from heaven, and some of them just happened to be chill. Then why were they cast out, you know? Uh, well, Stevie, if you would like to know more, you can always read the Bible. The Bible actually does not talk a whole lot about that whole thing, which I feel like it could do a little bit more, to be so real. Yeah, but if you think about the Bible's put out basically as uh, God's PR... Also a good point. God's not going to include anything in there that, uh... That's true. Goes against what he says. I'm so tired of God propaganda being everywhere. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if they did it in the privacy of their own homes, but they got to go and shove it down <laughs> our throats. Like they weren't so in your face about it. God. Uh, speaking of things that are not in your face... Okay, is this I Spy? Yeah, this is I Spy. Damn it, you're really good at guessing that. Ooh, I'm good. I'm fucking good. I feel real, real clever for that one. Or maybe I'm just used to your segues. Or maybe that. I mean, I, we have been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah, I would, I would know. I would like to talk about Anthony Blunt. Never heard of him, which I feel makes a good spy. He was a British art historian and spy. That's cool. That's a fun gig. I uh, was born in September 26, 1907. Died March 26, 1983 in London. Ripe old age. British art historian who was late in his life was revealed to have been a Soviet spy. A Soviet spy! Whoa! While a fellow of Trinity College, Cambridge, in the 1930s, Blunt became a member of a circle of dis disaffected young men led by Guy Burgess, under whose influence he was soon involved in espionage on behalf of the Soviet Union. That is wild. You join a new friend group and it turns out they're all spies for the Soviet Union and you like these new friends you made and you don't really want to be cast out as the one guy who doesn't want to do espionage. Because <laughs> then who are you going to play beer pong with? <laughs> His public career was brilliant. From 1937, he published scores of scholarly papers and books by which he largely established art history in Great Britain. How did he have time? Did a lot of scholarly stuff. He was an authority on 17th century painting, particularly that of Nicholas Poussin. During World War II, he served in MI5, a military intelligence organization, and was able to supply secret information to the Soviets and, more importantly, to give warning to fellow agents of counterintelligence operations that might endanger them. I know that his agenda was crazy. Also, sidebar, how to do a, a quick Google search. Um, Nicholas, uh, what, is, what was it, Poussin? Poussin? Um, painted at Narcadia Ego, which is the Renaissance painting that I have a tattoo of. I knew the name was familiar. Isn't that cool? That is cool. That's, that's fun. That's awesome. I love talking about that tattoo, by the way. It is really cool. The theme, Memento Mori. You will fucking die. Anyway, um... Sidebar, his agenda had to be crazy. Are you okay? Something in your eye? Ah, uh, yeah, just something in my eye. I'm fine. Okay, okay. Um, but, like, 
you have to keep track of everything. You have to keep track of the art history work, the scholarly work, the espionage. And so it's like, okay, on Tuesday, I have to do some research for my paper. And then on Wednesday, I'm giving a talk. And then on Thursday, I have to smuggle a message across the border. And then on Thursday, I have to be back in time for brunch. And it's like, that's so much, but you can't write it down. Because what if somebody finds it and now you're outed? You just have to remember? No, I don't think I will. No, I think we've established that he did not have ADHD. Yeah, I feel like, oh man, a spy People with ADHD. ADHD would make not very good spies. Exceedingly poor spies. Perhaps it is just a testament to my fucked up brain that I cannot imagine keeping track of that many things at one time. What did they do before Adderall? Coke? Uh, other kinds of methamphetamines? Yeah, never mind. Coke used to be available like from a drugstore. Oh, you just yeah. buy it over the counter. That's a good point. How crazy, by the way. They invented a new drug and they were like, ah, I don't know. Uh, give it to everybody. <laughs> See what fucking happens. What? Okay. God, that's wild. Although his active intelligence work had apparently ceased in 1945, he maintained contact with Soviet agents and in 1951 was able to arrange for the escape of Burgess and Donald McLean from Britain. In 1964, after the defection of Kim Philby, he was confronted by British authorities and secretly confessed to his Soviet connections. Secretly confessed? Secretly confessed. How's that even work? Not until 1979, seven years after he retired from his posts, was his past made public. So they, they were like, okay, you can keep your job and shit being an art history guy. We'll keep it quiet. But then they kept it quiet until after he was already retired. Why'd they do that? And the outcry that surrounded his being revealed as a long-sought fourth man in the spy ring he was stripped of the knighthood <gasps> that had been awarded to him in 1956. That sucks. Also, what do you even do to become a knight? What do you do to become a knight? You make the British Empire happy with you. That's it? Yeah. You just have to be a famous British person. Pretty much. Paul McCartney's a fucking knight. Isn't Patrick Stewart a knight? I have no idea. Might be. Let me Google Sir Patrick Stewart, because I'm pretty certain. You got Sir Ian McKellen. He was an actor. Yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart. I was right. Ian McKellen is too. They deserve it. Sure. You know, I guess. There's probably been good and bad nights. Like everything, there's nuance. In 2009, the British Library released to the public Blunt's memoir. Although he wrote that being a Soviet spy was the biggest mistake of his life, Blunt failed to provide much information about his espionage work. Interesting. So he says he regretted it, but also, what if he's just saving face? He was still alive when that was published, when the memoir was published. Well, the memoir wasn't published. It wasn't released. Like, people didn't get to see it until after his death. Oh, 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 you're right. Because he died in 1983. It wasn't released until 2009. That's wild. That's crazy. Didn't provide a lot of other info, though, which is a little funny. I mean, would you? Would you write yourself out? Well, I mean, he already said, like, I was a spy and it was bad and i so regret it but it's not like he snitched either like he didn't say like how they worked back then either which i guess could be helpful info for the british empire i feel like that's like confessing to like organized crime and being like yeah it's like such a bummer i so regret it and they're like okay then who helped you you're like no i shouldn't no stop <gasps> no they'll kill me i no like for, like I, I should not say that but the memoir wasn't even published i don't know i don't know either cb i don't know either so, uh, that was actually the last segment I had planned. Well, I have a quiz for you. We went through the segments awful quick this time. Mm hmm Yes, I was going to ask if you had a quiz, and you just answered my question. Don't get it twisted, because we're the 
quiz takers Don't get it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers Don't get it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers You got it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers I could feel it I could feel it in the air I was like, I should put together a quiz And if Mikey didn't make time for it I'll request the time for it So this works out really well for old Steve Meister actually Okay So we started this conversation earlier this is a very rudimentary monster fucker test I have found. I am determined to hammer down the the exact uh, uh, your exact monster fucker status and preference in the event of monster fucker intrigue. And this test is very rudimentary. It kind of you know it gives you options. And you can just kind of rate their stuff generally. I wrote a monster fucker quiz way back when for my followers, and it was tell me what kind of monsters you you date, and I'll tell you, or tell me tell me what kind of monsters you like, and I'll tell you if I have a crush on you. And it was very aggressive. And so I thought we'd start off simple, easy. This quiz is titled "Are You a Monster Fucker?" The quiz intro says it's okay if you are. You're in good company. And this is by you quiz user Pipsqueak Parker, which is a good username. Okay. Okay. Question one. Let's start off easy. Vampires. Smash your pass. This has been my top sexual fantasy since I learned what sexual fantasies were. I guess in theory they could be hot, but I don't know. Fuck a vampire? Leave myself vulnerable to be killed? No. And last option. Will they turn me, though? Uh, I'm going to go, I guess in theory they could be hot, but I don't know. Okay. Because oh, I don't want to be killed. Okay. F- fair. Okay. Uh, what about werewolves? Like, if we're talking when they're in human form? God, yes. Put those paws all over me. Is that legal? I've already got the moon cycles memorized. Uh, like if we're talking about them when they're in human form? Okay. Question three. Are you ready for a zombie? <laughs> what if the dick falls off? <laughs> like, at least the warm bodies or eye zombie bang... Zo- Jesus. Like, at least the warm bodies or eye zombie zombies are bangable, but I may draw the line around like decaying flesh and shit i could definitely get behind them or you'd be amazed at how flexible the undead can be the obvious answer to this is what if the dick falls off what if the dick falls off that i do agree with question four ever had the hots for old frank with an image of frankenstein this is the first and only time i'll admit to it okay literally never or who hasn't though literally never really frankenstein's basically a zombie to be fair Nah. Okay, not if you're gonna go by the original novel. That's what I'm going by. Come on, you know damn well that pop culture is not a reliable representation of Mr. Frankenstein. And the book said he is so so sexy. Everyone wants him so bad because his creator gave him hot body parts. Canonically, made him sexy. Why would he do that? He didn't have to. It's not like he got all the sexy body parts in one go. He had to make multiple trips to the graveyard and then pick and choose. That's wild. Okay, question five. How's about some mummies? Mummies are just zombies of the upper class, so yes. I'd rather fuck Brendan Fraser. I'd rather be the mummy, because I'm thirsty for Brendan Fraser. Or, I've never thought about it, but... I'd rather fuck Brendan Fraser. So fair, I said that too. Question number six. This one's for all the old Kim Possible stands. Gil did something for you, didn't he? And he shows a little slime monster guy. I never saw Kim Possible growing up. Um, options. God, yeah, you're right. I was afraid of Leek Wanna Weep as Ron was. I went searching for my own toxic lake after I saw those episodes. See, I have no frame of reference for the show. Me neither. 
So I'm going to choose the second one. I was as afraid of weak wannabeweep as Ron was because I think that one is saying no. That's definitely saying no. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't even know the guy. You knew this was coming. How do you feel about Mothman? He's my boyfriend. He's my me. I have boundaries. Or, like, he could get it. I have boundaries. If you insist. Question eight. It shows a picture of the sexy dragon from Shrek. Dragons? Donkey was the luckiest monster fucker. Too scaly for my taste, but I appreciate them. No, or I want nothing more than to be wrapped up in my dragon lover's wings. My answer is no. God, you're boring. Question number nine. I don't want to get eaten. How hard is that to understand? Okay, 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 okay. I feel that you are assuming things will happen during intercourse with a monster that are not guaranteed to happen. If you had the guarantee that a dragon wouldn't eat you and you wouldn't die or come to long-lasting bodily harm, would you fuck a dragon? That is the question. Whether or not you want to die from it is a different kink. <laughs> the answer is still no. Okay. Well, at least we've gotten a little more specific. God. Okay, question nine. Shows a picture of a sexy siren mermaid kind of girl. Are you falling for their siren songs? It'd be simply rude not to after all the effort they put in. I have my earplugs. Or I'm harmonizing as we fuck. I have my earplugs. Ah, sad. Really? Even sexy mermaid siren girl? God. Okay, question number 10. Minotaurs? I'd let one destroy me. This might be too close a line for me. Or honestly, they're fantastic in bed. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that says that might be too close to the line for me. The next question just has a picture of the beast. From the Disney animated Beauty and the Beast. What's this doing to ya? Option one, bringing me back to my sexual awakening. Option two, making me remember how Emma Watson should not have been chosen for the part of Belle. She can't sing and they should have cast someone who can, but instead they went for a famous face and it's just disappointing. Option three, also that whole first LGBT character bullshit when they did the live action, what the fuck? Option four, I'm definitely mad about the two above, but I'd also fuck the beast, only cartoon beast though. Or beast was far more fuckable as the beast than as Prince Adam in both movies, no argument. If you're looking for a no option, it's the second or third. Yeah. The thing is, I don't have that strong of an opinion on the movie because I never saw it. Really? Okay. I guess that tracks. No, the, 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 the live action one I never saw. Oh, I know. The cartoon one. The cartoon one I saw. Classic. Hundreds of times. Yeah, classic. So I'm going to go with option two, which is making me remember how Emma Watson should not have been chosen for the part of Belle. <laughs> she can't sing, and they should have cast someone that can, but instead they went for a famous face, and that's just disappointing. I liked the movie well enough when it came out, and Emma Watson sounded fine. They auto-tuned her to Helen back, which is what made it sound bad, in my opinion. And because she wasn't able to sound apparently up to par without auto-tune, then they should have gone with somebody else. What you could hear of her regular voice was pleasant. But also, she really didn't have a lot to act with in the movie, so she comes off as a bad actor because literally all of it was CGI. So in the Be Our Guest scene, which originally was, like, stunning, visually beautiful, amazing, incredible, and she was astounded because, what the fuck, talking forks. And uh, this one, she's just kind of looking around, smiling vaguely pleasantly. Because she's looking at a fucking green screen, okay? Anyway, the way my friends found out that I was a furry was because I said I wanted to fuck the beast from that movie. They also gave him a solo number called, what, I think it was like Nevermore or something, and it's really good, and they shouldn't have auto-tuned him as bad as they did, because it's a really good number. 
Anyway, you said option two. Okay, question 12. Did James Cameron's avatar do anything for you? It really did make me realize how hot aliens could be. I'm not team alien. Listen, I'd fuck any alien except Jar Jar Binks. Listen, I'd fuck any alien, including Jar Jar Binks, or put me to sleep. That bitch is so long. Uh, put me to sleep. That bitch is so long. Do you really think that? Do you think it's too long or you just wouldn't fuck an alien? I wouldn't fuck an alien because you don't know what kind of STDs you could get from aliens because think about when like humans from different portions of the world first met other humans and they brought along the diseases that they had that those humans didn't have any kind of resistances to. Your anxiety is showing really, really bad. Stevie, this is how I function. You don't have to go into every scenario looking at how it can harm you. Even when it's in a hypothetical fictional scenario, I think you might be robbing yourself of, of joy. Or I just play it safe even in my fantasies. Couldn't be me. I like to live on the wild side. Question 13. How about the invisible man? How? The only thing I'd like to see is him coming. Or I guess I'd try it. <laughs> I'm going to go with how. He's invisible, not untouchable. But it's hard to figure out where things are. Oh my god. Literally everything impedes you in the next step. Ev everything. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, anyway. Have <laughs> you never had sex in the dark? What are you? No, I always have sex with the lights on. Always? <laughs> that sucks. That sucks, but I'm not gonna get into that. Question 14. You down for some ghost fucking? They're the horniest monsters. How? <laughs> I'll try anything once, I guess. So long as it's not like my grandpa or something. I'm Again, I'm gonna ask how because they're intangible. Theoretically. Theoretically. <sighs> Question 15. Okay, I will be astonished by your answer to this one. Demons. Don't mind if I do. Like Crowley from Good Omens? Would they curse me? Can they promise to? Instead of answering this question, you're just crossing yourself repeatedly and praying on a rosemary. rosemary. Praying on a rosemary or something. I know what the funny answer for this is, based on all my previous answers. But you're going to say the second option. I'm going to say don't mind if I do. Okay. Is that honest? Of course not. Demons would kill you. Then what's your actual answer? Like Crowley from Good Omens. Okay. You're not going to bullshit me and you're not going to skew the results. I'm doing science. Question 16. Might he walk into your night and it's just an image of like a little ghost guy with long legs, but he looks very non-threatening. I, I, this might be a reference to a character I don't know, but he looks a little bit like Nabstabluk from Undertale. Get them spindly legs around me, boy, or what the fuck? I'm going with what the fuck, because what okay. the fuck? I mean, look at the thing. I said that one, too. I don't really get it. So the next one is that really blurry picture of Bigfoot. Is your bed big enough for him? If it's not, I will make it. I spend my weekends Bigfoot hunting just to get down to Pound Town, or no, I don't think he could even fit. No, I don't think he could even fit. I said that as well. Question 18. This is an image of Shrek. Can you handle all these layers? My dream thruple is me, Shrek, and Fiona. I can maybe see it. Or why are you trying to just ruin my childhood? See, it wasn't my childhood, though. I, f I knew you were going to say that. This was, what, your college, college era? Your college phase? Yeah, pretty much. But Did I'm you still going to go with, why are you trying to ruin my childhood? Did you see Shrek when it came out? Yeah, I saw Shrek when it came out. Did everybody love it? All the college kids? It was all right. I feel like you're underselling it. No, I'm really not. 
Question 19. Can he steal your Christmas? And it is an image of Jim Carrey's The Grinch with a Santa hat over his crotch. And then in his left hand is a cup of milk. And in the right hand is a rose. And he's in what appears to be a very sensual environment on a red... What is that? Uh, That's just a red couch. It's not satin or anything. And then really pretty red Baroque style curtains behind him. Um, and my New Year, and my Valentine's Day, and my option two, I'm scarred, or option three, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it, but... I am honestly scarred. <sighs> okay. You're just frustrated I don't fuck monsters. Yeah, I am. I'm a little disappointed, honestly. Question 20. I promise this is relevant. This is real. Santa Claus is distantly related to Bigfoot. He's a cryptid. He's a monster. Would you fuck him? Maybe he should be punished for putting me on the naughty list. God, no. He broke into my house every year. Or if he asked, I'd probably smash. If he asked, I'd probably smash. You'd fuck that old man? I'd fuck Santa Claus. He seems like a nice guy. I feel like they chose a very handsome picture of him. He's very clean cut in this image. Yeah, they chose uh, Kurt Douglas. Is this from a specific Santa Claus movie that I have not seen? Yes. Which movie? I don't remember. The Christmas Chronicles 2018 film. That's really recent. Kurt Russell. That's his name. Not Kurt Douglas. Kurt Russell. That's a, that's a, it's a franchise. It's a film franchise. Oh man. He's sexy. Oh man. Yeah. I'd fuck that old man. Okay. Your results. No monsters allowed. Zero monsters. No monsters. Welcome. You saw true blood and never understood the appeal. You wish Bella had just chosen Mike Newton. You legitimately just watched monsters Inc. for the plot. Cryptozoology is your biggest turnoff. I'm not saying you're boring, but I'm wondering why you clicked this quiz to begin with. It's because you didn't. Um, also I saw true blood. I, I, I did understand the appeal of true blood, but even within like the realm of true blood, like the vampires start off doing shady shit and continue doing shady shit the entire time and the vampires cannot be trusted again with your anxiety getting in the way no moral compass involved no bodily no bodily harm will come to you but i'm boring and you're not gonna fuck a vampire just because it's sexy no because of all the actual like danger involved in it also vampires are basically just dead people and i don't fuck dead people you are making shit up at this point They've no, got- within the, with their canonically, within the realm of, of true blood, they are dead people. <sighs> they have got blood in them. No pulse. What more do you want? <laughs> oh, A pulse. Oh, oh, so the blood's got to move now. Okay, all right. Fucking Christ. I got 100% on that quiz, if you can believe it. And I didn't even answer yes to every single question. I was being I was being choosy for my taste. Stevie, you're ju- you're you're telling me. Yeah. You're telling me. Mhm. That someone who started a monster fucker segment and is partially their claim to fame on the internet is more of a monster fucker than little old me. I didn't think you were going to be more of a monster fucker than me, but I thought you'd at least want to fuck a vampire. I think I underestimated my generalized anxiety perhaps how much yeah i think i underestimated perhaps the amount that your anxiety would would interfere with with that prospect for you i have anxiety too and just because the monster says it's not gonna eat you this time doesn't mean it might not come back and eat you later (laughs) that's a plus for some people 
Not okay, me, that's a plus for some people, but not for me. Not for you, okay? And I can respect that everyone has their own preferences and differences. Whatever, not to king shame you, but okay. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Not even like a sexy like snake lady, like the Naga. I'm not gonna have sex with a Naga. All right, okay. That was my last ditch attempt. So your last ditch attempt was to go to the Naga. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that one would really work. I feel like that'd be the closest. I said no to mermaids because, you know, fish, kind of slimy. No, originally you said it was because they'd kill you. That too. But even if also they Also, don't want to drown. Okay, okay, alright, whatever, okay. Even in extenuating circumstances, what a bummer. I'm sorry, she's just how I'm wired. That's okay, alright. We can't all be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we have enough for an episode. I'm glad I could drag it out by tormenting you. Sad. <laughs> I'm just not much of a monster fucker. I, I think I've established that, like, like frequently before, but you had to go and do the scientific test to see just if maybe there were some hidden monster fucker tendencies in me, which there are not. Something hidden. Something hidden that you weren't aware of. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna wrap back around later to figure out where between <laughs> the monster fucker spectrum because I would like to know what you consider to be the distinction. The element of danger... That's it? That's not true. That's not true. Because even in the hypothetical absence of danger with many of these, like, the Minotaur, that's just a bull man. That's just a bull man. Furries love bull men. I follow so many furries who love bull men. I don't. Okay, you don't. Okay. All right. Okay. Just okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think we have enough for an episode. Been boring episode. It's not a boring, it's not a boring <laughs> episode. You're just mad because I'm not a monster fucker like you are. That's all this is. I just think everybody should be exactly like me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, Stevie, that's just not the case. Oh, well. Someday I'll make my own podcast and it's just me and me talking back and forth. And it's a Stevie B monologue hour. <laughs> so, anyway, we have enough for an episode. Oh, yeah, plugs. Stevie. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Where can people find you? You can find all of my stuff at stevieb.com. I stream on twitch.tv forward slash stevie underscore b. I have a Discord server and I love, 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 love seeing podcast fans come into the Discord server because that's wild. That's crazy. It makes me really, really excited and cool. Um, we started doing Game Night again recently, um, by which I mean we did it once after not doing it for a while this week, which was awesome. And so I feel like we'll probably be doing that more. So come on down for a hot old grand time. We also have a Tumblr, Gender Swap Podcast, where you can DM, you can ask questions for daily questions you can submit quizzes for you all that stuff really cool and i do love getting messages from you people somebody recently messaged saying that they were listening back to old episodes and they noticed that my voice had dropped significantly which i thought was awesome um so yeah that's really cool okay micah where can the people find you the good people can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com uh you can also find me on blue sky social if you have an yeah. invite to that uh at mxmaxwellmusic dot blue sky so dot whatever dot social dot whatever yeah you, you get the idea these <laughs> names are so long they really are <laughs> uh, also we have a uh, Patreon where for a mere three dollars <sighs> per month you can sign up and listen to all of our back episodes of our bonus episodes for uh, we have as many bonus episodes as we have um, normal episodes you just say twice as many 
yes, that's a much clearer and more succinct way of saying it, Stevie. <laughs> we have wa- twice as many episodes. <laughs> I've been wondering why you've been saying it like that all this time. <laughs> so, if you'd like to hear twice as much of us, sign up for the Patreon for $3 per month, or if you want to be at the cool kids' table, you can sign up for $10 a month and we'll read your name at the end of the podcast. Like this. Like this. Uh, our $10 patrons are Louis Meekle, Rose, Pete Wilbo, and Cassidy Johnson. Woo, let's go! Extra kisses for them. You can split those three kisses among yourselves. Yeah, I think that is everything. Uh, yeah, so I guess uh, nothing left to say, but bye! bye.